All right, so if you're just tuning in, uh, we're going through the five values that pretty much set up a relationship for failure. And uh, we talked about the first two, one being extreme sensitivity and the second being judgment. Yes. And we talked about you know lots of different approaches that you can take to mm-hmm. address the, um, the sensitivity issue. And now on, on with judgment, like, you know, this is when you have that strong desire to hold people accountable. Mm. Um, and this is really like the core of, of cancel culture. You assume the worst in the other person. What are some things that we can do to like, well, I think there be it should judgy? be like more balanced. You can judge, but you also have to control and moderate it. Uh, judgment can can help a bit if you're self-critical about yourself. It helps you feel that passion of where you want to go and what you're what goals you want to achieve. But when you have too much of it um, and it's very imbalanced, then it actually creates a lot more fear. And I guess the release of unstored potential that you're not giving to the world or yourself. Yeah, so there's judgment of yourself. Um, What about judgment of other people? Usually judgment of your partner, which, you know, sets it up for failure. If you're in a relationship where you, you just... Whenever they make a mistake, you say, oh, that this, you know, you, you jump to conclusions about who they are as a person. You jump to conclusions about what they're capable or not capable of. What are, what are some things that people can do to uh, reduce that level of judgment? Is it thought process, but also taking more personal responsibility? So when something doesn't go well, some people's inclination yeah. is to jump to conclusions and say, oh, it must be the other person or if they read a headline and something's wrong in, in the world they jump to the conclusion oh that must be the bad 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 guy but it's also like control right judgment is also trying to control the other person but that um is like defer deferring like what you're not happy you just blame it on someone else instead of as you said take accountability and the thing is everybody has choices in life right choices and decisions and so you can only be accountable for yourself and choose what you can do the thing is if you want other people to follow what your train of thought is it's more about influencing right so influence how do you influence people to see it your way that is more beneficial instead of saying you've got to do this you've got to do that like no one wants to be talk down to or like be instead I guess it's it's more about what when you speak how do you speak what tone do you use if it's an antagonizing tone a nagging tone those are all negative reflective tones but if you use like spin in a way where hey like why don't you try it this way this seems a lot more easier um, and it saves you a lot more time so you give Kind of like planting a seed, you give the solution first. So I, I would say one way to improve or prevent yourself from jumping to conclusions is to think before you act. And, and that's always been a, a motto of mine. And um, I think it's especially true when you're dealing with like triggering headlines. And a lot of people will just read that headline mm-hmm. and then jump to a conclusion. And also be more open-minded. So think before you act and be more open-minded. And what do I mean by open-minded? When, when you read headlines, a lot of people read news articles from the same source. 
it's either ABC, CNN, Fox. Like, yeah, so when you're reading headlines, it's very easy to jump to conclusions because they're kind of like manipulated to like control your mind. Mm. Um, but if you can think before you act and also be open-minded about the sources of what you read so that you get the full picture. A lot, a lot of people just just read ABC and that's it, or, or just CNN. Mm. And there's a whole, yes, there's, there's yeah. politics involved and each, each editor, each writer has like their own angle. They use different word choice to like, mm. to get their kind of narrative across. But you as a citizen- So how citizen, would you um, recommend to break that? Cause you know, it's a habit, right? Like take for instance, you know, I like reading the New York Times or I'm so used to doing that or listening to NPR or like, you know, Fox 5 or whatever it is. Like, how do you break those habits so that you can adjust to open yourself to, I guess, as you said, a wider spectrum or views, whether you agree or disagree with it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, take a look at your phone. Like, what apps do you have downloaded? Do you, is CNN your go-to source for news and nothing else? If you're going to download CNN, you have to also download something else too, whether it's MSNBC, MSC, MSC, they're, they're kind of similar to CNN, but I, if you want, if you want opposing views, look at Fox, compare the two. Right. And so also a lot of times people will read it and then they'll like spread the word before they even like make sense of it. It's like, oh my God, so-and-so like did this and, and it's so like, I have a question for you. So since you said you read multiple from multiple angles um, from new, different news outlets, but the same um, theme or article kind of take on it. Do you see any overlapping or everything is just very bipolar, like on one side and the other side or because, mm. you know, um, it is reporting on the same thing, but different views. But do you see anything overlaps? Or uh, well, I, I see um, distortions of statistics. Okay. Um, that's the thing with statistics. Like uh, a lot of it is is data, but like they they cut off a little like sub segment, um, and and you know and and that little sub segment is what triggers. Uh, I guess the the latest one was like on on abortion, right? Mm -hmm. And um, there were statistics about like um, how like like it it it. it it predominantly affects like lower income people and they can't cross state lines and, 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 and stuff like that. So regardless of what your opinion, opinion is of abortion, like what they failed to say also was that the vast majority of abortions happening these days is actually, uh, from, from, uh, people with above a certain level of income. So when you make the statement that it affects abnormally people who make like under $30,000 a year, well, that's misleading because there's actually data that shows like the vast majority of people who, who do the abortions are people who make at least, uh, I think it was a 45 or $50,000. Um, so I, I don't know, know the exact details, but that's, that was the kind of like the, the drift of it. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a normal person reading that article, you'll just jump to conclusions like, oh my God, this is so bad. It's like, it's a really affecting the people who are, who are, um, you know, you know, low income all, uh, to begin with. But if you look at the data, that's actually not what it says. So it's conflicting, but there's like a little bit over. So basically what essentially you're saying is that it not only affects lower income, but it also affects 
people of wealth as well too. Mm. So in the grand scheme of things, abortion is not just one-sided to a certain de uh, demographic, but to all spectrums. Yeah, and, and I mean, another example is, um, you know, Disney had some, uh, um, they, they, they had some participation in politics in the state of Florida, uh, and in question was something called the Don't Say Gay Bill. The, the bill never said Don't Say Gay, I, I, it was, I think it was like, um, you, it, it disallowed teachers from teaching kids uh, under, under third grade uh, about sexuality and, and gender identity. Um, and people reading the headlines would say, oh my God, like the, the, the marketing, like they just labeled it, don't say gay bill, but that's not what it said. So it misleads people and it triggers people to, to react. And it blows it out of proportion. Right, right. So, and, and it, but if you're astute enough, you would read one article from CNN and you would try to read another article from another source that's on the opposing side. Um, opposing side, there's not as many sources, but you, you look at Fox and then you would, you would form your own conclusion from there. Um, and so what I would, I would encourage people in general to do is to triangulate and think before you act. Um, especially when, it, when that act in, entails spreading the message even further, because that's just spreading a fire, and that's how this nation has become so so divided. Um, and so, think before you act. Be open-minded and, and get your sources of information from, from not, multiple sources. So you're saying get your information from not just yourself or the one immediate to you, but from other people, places, and things around you. Yeah. To yeah. create a better conclusion or or solution for the issues that maybe happen. Yeah, and, and and don't feel bad about yourself at, at, at if you if you're aware that you jump to conclusions, like it's okay. We we're all humans. We I, I do that myself too. Yeah. You've done that yourself too. And and but <laughs> <do> you think? <laughs> but but like but 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 having that awareness lets you kind of be conscious about. Oh wait a minute, think before you act, and 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 maybe what they said is partially true don't 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 like like you know get triggered from that that's judgment and 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 i think there are some some good nuggets there that that people can do to address that second uh, uh value of cancel culture that's ruining relationships um and the 